At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. You are looking live at Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King on VSIN Primetime. Hour three of VSIN Primetime alongside Sean King. I am Tim Murray. Sean, before we move forward to a look at the board briskly, mm-hmm. who would you say? You are keeping an eye on for college basketball coming up here shortly. You've got to play. For yes, I do. I took the Indiana Hoosiers tonight. Uh, I think you can find it uh, 12 at some spots. Uh, land a number at home. Uh, I know Back Nebra- to 13. Yeah. It was 12 earlier, so it's uh, moving. I know uh, Nebraska's coming off of a big win over Creighton. Uh, I expect a little bit of an emotional letdown. Indiana's coming off of a loss, if I'm not mistaken, and they're home. So uh, I think they handle business and handle business you know, relatively smoothly tonight. All right, so Sean rolling with gave it out earlier tonight at 12. It's now up to 13. Uh, Nebraska, Indiana coming up bottom of the hour. I'm sure that play will make uh, Wes Reynolds of uh, Live Bet tonight very excited, the proud Hoosier that he is. Uh, so we will uh, certainly see from him. Sienna on the road. Road. I think I said 74 was my projection. Uh, I, I apologize. That was way off. It's got to be hundreds of people there. Like, at least maybe 220. Well, it sounds like Mike Palm is one of them. Mike Palm is one. We'll have to text Mike and see what the exact count. He might be able to count them on one hand there. Uh, but Sienna leading 53-50 to 50 right now. So hopefully we can keep it rolling here. Saints, 11 and a half minutes to go in the second half as my new favorite player, Jackson Stormo. You were just calling him a bum like two minutes ago. Off the air. Now we're all giving positive vibes. (laughs) Jackson, my guy. 
We've got to do like a during the break camera on no, you we so don't. people can see you like no. yelling at the TV. Well, it would be me by myself because as soon as the segment ends, Sean walks in and starts like screaming at people behind the Well, seats. I have to go and do the good Lord's work. What does that mean? Behind the glass. You call them out on air all the time. No, no, no. I make people aware that a lot of people put a lot of great work in to make Visa no, prime time. You don't, know, platform and show you don't know any is. of their names. I know all of their names. No, you don't. I've gave nicknames to half of them. Yeah, because you don't know their names. You're like, that guy, this Nicky guy. Nicky Pats, his name's Nick. I put Pats on it. So he's he's a worked Patriots on our fan. show for an hour and a year and a half. Good. I'm glad you know his name. Well, we do have a lot of turnover, too. We don't have just one, you know. <laughs> all right. Let's, uh, let's work through the board briskly here, as we always do on Wednesdays in this slot. And we'll start with Thursday Night Football, Sean King. The Los Angeles Rams hosting, hosting the Raiders, where there will be 85% Raider fans at SoFi Stadium. Rams laying are getting six, total 43 and a half. I'm going to go Raiders here, man. I'm a, I think they cover this number. I really do. You know, Josh Jacob has been so dominant. Um, he's really played his way into, at minimum, being franchised. I know that's not, like, what he probably wants. He wants the long-term security. But, I mean, he's been tremendous this season. I mean, you can make an argument that he's like Nick Chubb level, you know, based on his performance this year. So I'm happy for him. It does seem like Devontae Adams is worth every penny as far as, you know, his impact on this offense. Uh, Even Carr has been playing a little bit better the last couple weeks. The offensive line is getting better. And, you know, the Rams are just without so many pieces. You know, I I think the Raiders get this done. All right. To Sunday, the stinkiest line. Of the all stinkiness. The five and seven Detroit Lions are laying two and a half, Sean King, against the ten and two Minnesota Vikings. I'm going Vikings. I'm going Vikings. I just think even if the Lions are ahead, they've proven against good teams that they can blow it late in game. So I'm going Vikings. I'm taking a two and a half points. Jets, Sean, are a nine Jets. and a half I, point I underdog. I, I've got a new at rule. At the Buffalo Bills. I'm taking the dog in all of these division games when it's over a touchdown. Now, I made that mistake last week when I took Seattle, but they were playing the Rams, who's mm-hmm. a division opponent. I'm taking the Jets in this one. Give me the nine points. All right, another division game. Got the Baltimore Ravens against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Pittsburgh, a home two-and-a-half-point favorite. No Lamar Jackson. Can I take the under or no? Yeah, sure, 37. Yeah, I, I like the under in this game. I, I think these are two teams that, you know, are, are playing, you know, rock-solid defense. Ravens have been extremely frustrating at times because – you know, with all the name recognition that they have, they haven't been dominant, but they still sit at eight and four. And listen, Mike Tomlin's got the Steelers playing really good right now. TJ Watt's back. Like, I'm taking the under 37 in this. The Philadelphia Eagles, Sean, are a six and a half point favorite on the road at the New York Giants. This number was at seven yesterday. Still some sevens out there if you do like the dog. I'm going to take the Giants, but uh, if we were doing confidence picks, this would be my upset play of the week. I just think this is a good spot for the Giants. I think the Eagles, everything went right for them last week against Tennessee. They had an explosive, you know, game from uh, Jalen Hurts against the Packers. Like, I still see some warts. I think Saquon Barkley has a big game. I think the Giants control time of possession. I think this looks very similar to Giants-Cowboys on Thanksgiving. Remember, the Giants were up 13-7 in the second half of that game. I think the Giants win this game outright, but I'll take the points. Cleveland Browns, game two of Deshaun Watson, visiting the Cincinnati Bengals. The Bengals, 
Some sharp money clearly coming in on the Bengals as they are laying six fresh off their win over the Kansas City Chiefs. Well, let's just say this. If the Bengals win this year's Super Bowl, I'm, I'm building a house in Summit out here in Vegas. Uh, if they don't, then I'm going to just go hang out with Bill AD and we'll, we'll, we'll jump from hotel to hotel. Um, I, I like the Bengals in this one. I'm all on board on the Bengals. The rest of the year, I'm rocking and rolling with, with the fighting Joe Burrows. Well, a team that you were on board with just uh... – Two weeks ago, the Tennessee Titans laying four against the Jacksonville Jaguars, a total of 41 this game in Nashville. I kind of know what Tennessee is. I have no idea what's going on in Jacksonville. Uh, I'm assuming there's no Trevor Lawrence in this game. So Tennessee definitely don't want to expose Ryan Tannehill to throwing it all over the park. Let's go with the under again. I think this might be a lower scoring game than, than people think. Jacksonville has been pretty decent on defense. I'll go under. Under 41. I got 41. Is that the number you have? Uh, yep. yep. Dallas and Houston, Sean. The <laughs> Cowboys are wow. laying 16 and a half at home against the Houston Texans with a total of 45 and a half. By the way, we forgot to mention this in Bettable or Forgettable. The return of Davis Mills. He will start. He has got his job back after Kyle Allen played so well over the last two weeks. Um... This is a hard one for me. I really want to play the under because I don't know that the Texans are going to be capable of, of doing a whole lot offensively. But Dallas is kind of one of those teams when it rains, it pours. Like, I mean, when they get going on offense, like they can put up points in bunches. So if you force me to take a side, I think just off of GP, you have to take a 16.5-point underdog in the National Football League. So I'll, just, I'll take the Texans and all these points. The Miami Dolphins, one of Eric Eager's favorite plays of the weekend. It's Sunday night football. This game was flexed into Sunday night at the Chargers. Miami laying three against the Los Angeles Chargers. Yeah, I'm going to go Dolphins here. I'm going to go Dolphins. Um, Bounce back spot for Tua? Yeah, I think so. I mean, he can't play worse than he played in, uh, in the game versus San Francisco. So I think the Dolphins bounce back. You know, if you, if you like the Chargers in this game, I'll probably take the Chargers in the first half. They seem to have been a much better first-half team, and, and they've really struggled in the second half of some of these games, especially when they have to get a stop or make a play, you know, especially in pass protection on offense. So I'm going to go Dolphins to cover this number. Carolina at Seattle. The Seattle Seahawks kept, uh, laying three-and-a-half against the Carolina Panthers, Sean. I got a new approach to Seattle. I'm just going to play the over. <laughs> 44, you can find. 43-and-a-half at BetMGM. Gonna play the over. Tampa Bay taking on San Francisco. The guy that is your new man crush because he's been mentioned the same breath as you. Brock Purdy, his first career start. They are laying three and a half are the San Francisco 49ers against your former team. Uh by the way, if you go to my Twitter page, that's at real Sean King. I just tweeted out what someone has said. Is Tom Brady's new girlfriend. A lot of smoke coming off of that picture. Brady's got his life on and off the field, I think, back in the right direction. i like the Bucks to win this game outright. All right. Man, that's going to be a tough hit for you, though. I mean, your former team going up against a guy that's been... Yeah, but I lost a game in, in my stretch in 99. <laughs> so this is, this is Brock's loss, and then he'll roll after this. Kansas City, Sean, coming off of their loss to the Cincinnati Bengals. They are on the road again. They are laying nine... And a half against the Denver Broncos. The Denver Broncos just scored nine points in their game against the uh, Baltimore Ravens. Is this 
where Patrick Mahomes gets some revenge? Well, he's going to get revenge. I don't know if he covers this number, so I'm going to just play under 43. Under 43? Yeah, I'm going under 43. You think this Broncos defense is good enough to slow the Man, Chiefs down, This huh? game has 20, 20 to 6 written all over it. All right. And then Monday Night Football in Glendale. The New England Patriots, a road favorite against the Arizona Cardinals. New England laying one and a half on Actually, Monday night. Total of 44 and a half. I might roll with the Cardinals in this one. Kyler Murray is supposed to be back. They have DeAndre Hopkins. Hollywood Brown is back. And they got some weapons there. You know, um, and I'm just, I'm not a big fan of what's going on in New England offensively. So I'm going I'm to take the, what is it, home dog in this? I'm going to take the home dog Cardinals in this one. I think the Cardinals could be a very interesting teaser opportunity, considering a home game, uh, low, lowish tease. total. Why? Why do you say that? Popped in my mind. Yeah, seems seems like a. I mean, real men take Cincinnati. Oh, I'm sorry, you took Chiefs, right? That was that was your lock of the century. I learned. Mm. I had Cincinnati on a teaser. Didn't need it. I just I could have pet him straight up, you know. Um, by the way, I would appreciate if the Siena Saints uh, would stop sucking at basketball right now. They have uh, <laughs> squandered a six-point lead, and now uh, the spread very much in, in question right now in front of, as I believe Mike Palm uh, guesstimated to producer Britain, 350 people, he feels like, at Capital One Arena tonight. The place is jumping! Come on, Siena. Get back in this game. That's Sean. I'm Tim. It is VSIN primetime. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs, 
Yeah, like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. <laughs> hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that saying? with everyone you meet? Try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. Though. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. John King on VSIN, the sports betting network. It's time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM has all your favorite wagering options, along with in game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, Whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM, state-of-the-art technology, and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Alongside Sean King, I am Tim Murray. It is VSIN Prime Time. We'll chat with our senior NBA analyst, who I believe will be on site. Oh, he's Skyping. Okay. There's a UNLV game later tonight, so I wasn't sure if he was going to be on site for that one. But uh, JVT will be joining us here um, in just a little bit. We'll get his thoughts on some NBA games going on, maybe some thoughts later tonight, MVP. And uh, if he's got anything looking at the uh, the NBA coming up uh, here, or excuse me, the NFL this weekend. Um, Sean, revisiting some of the uh, the bigger stories of the day, Von Miller being out for the year, torn ACL for the Buffalo Bills. We mentioned it in the in the futures exacta. How nervous are you if you're a Bills fan, back back or whatever it may be? Not just with the Von Miller news, just the way that they've been playing here down the stretch. It's got to be concerning, you know, especially because of how dominant they opened the season in that win versus the Rams. You know, after that game. It would be hard to find anybody that thought Buffalo would even lose a game. And now after losses to the Jets and what should have been a loss to the Lions and, you know, being, what was it, 3-3 in the fourth quarter against the Browns in Detroit, if I'm not mistaken. Lions, yeah. Oh, 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 yeah, the, yeah, the, the, the makeup game yeah, or the, uh, the, the blizzard game. game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, they, they've been far from impressive. But they're finding ways to win, you know, after the Jets-Vikings, so – I just think they've shown their vulnerability. Uh, they're not going to be an easy out, but they also aren't full strength. So we talked uh, briefly about it yesterday, about you know Josh Allen's potential to win MVP, mm-hmm. and he's sitting at I think I think you can find him as high as like fourteen to one. And I saw Jeff Parles, who was sitting in for Matt Brown uh, earlier today on uh, on Veasan Final Countdown with Stormy, and he said that you know look at Josh Allen now to to win the MVP. 
Do you think that Josh Allen, where we are right now, with the names that are ahead of him, Mahomes, Hurts, Burrow, and even Tua, can Josh Allen, who is the favorite to win the MVP coming into the season, play well enough in your eyes with knowing that now Von Miller's gone to win this MVP, Sean? Yeah, of course. I don't think he will, but he can. If you're asking me, can he? Yeah. Yes, it's possible. Um, it's definitely possible. He already has wins over uh, Patrick Mahomes. Yep. And did they play the Bengals? No, they have not. I don't think they play the Bengals. They play them. I think they still play them, I believe. And they have a rematch with the Dolphins because Tua and crew won the initial. Con- so, yeah, he's he's got some head-to-heads with a couple of those guys on the list, and he's already beat Mahomes, so he has that working in his favor. Monday Night Football, they play uh, the Bills on January 2nd. So, so yes, because of those contests, high-profile guys that are ahead of him, yeah, absolutely, he can win it. I don't think it's likely because I don't think he's healthy. He is 12-1, to but uh, I would agree. Um, I mean, having a Josh Allen ticket in pocket at 12-1 to would make you feel pretty good, but, you know, you could have a great ticket, and is it ultimately going to pay dividends? Uh, Kyle Shanahan was asked about the chance – of seeing Jimmy Garoppolo. We were talking about yesterday the the possibility of Jimmy returning in the postseason, and Kyle Shanahan was talking to reporters today, and he said it'll be a big recovery, but much less than we anticipated, which is awesome news for him in the offseason. He'll be good to go right away, so it won't be like last year. There's a way outside chance late in the playoffs or something like that, but it's just an outside chance. We're not real optimistic about that but they didn't rule it out. Do we see Jimmy Garoppolo again this year, Sean? If this is our uh, opening segment that we do, bettable or forgettable, yeah. I'd say forgettable. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's done. I don't think we ever see him again in the Niners uniform. But he's a free agent, and they can't franchise him, so I would be very surprised, I agree, yeah. if we see him again. So I would this imagine. Sean King, show, I mean, Brock Purdy show now. <laughs> yeah, man. Brock's my guy. <laughs> if you guys can find me a, a 3X uh, Niner jersey, I'll wear it. Or 2X. I'll fit in a 2X. I'm sure we could get you one. Yep. By the way, Dion just got a commitment from a big 6'3 Juco cornerback. Okay. Yep. It started. So, Britton said he found a... This is interesting. ...offshore win total. And no one here in Vegas has set this line because we don't know what the Buffalo's, Colorado's... Uh, going to look like come next year, but Britain said he found an offshore shop that has already posted a win total. Now, who knows what the limits are, but I'm just telling you what we saw. Mm-hmm. Five and a half. Essentially asking the question, is Colorado going to make a bowl game next year? Yeah, I feel like you got to jump on that. If you have access to that, you have to jump on Why? it over. Well, because your skill guys are going to be elite. I mean, just telling you, he's going to get the skill guys. And so they don't have they have they have no FCS opponents on the roster on the schedule. Right. So you play at the reigning Big 12, well not Big 12 champs, but playoff team in TCU on the road to start the season. Then you play Nebraska, which they're in the similar spot, right? They won more games than you this year. They'll have better players next year than Nebraska. Will they win that game though? Then you play Colorado State, they should have better players than Colorado State. Then your non and then your conference schedule road games you play five of them, 
at Arizona State, at Oregon, at UCLA, at Utah, at Washington State. Your home games are Arizona, Oregon State, Stanford, USC. Oh, yeah, go over five and a half. I mean, they've got Arizona State's brand new. You mean Dillingham's going to field a better team in year one? than the, I'm just talking about where you're not going to be overwhelmed from a, a personnel standpoint. Now it's up to, you know, commitment to, to, to detail, you know, scheme ability. Like, and he'll, they'll be fine with that. Just, yeah, that's, that's, that's a freebie. I think they win them seven games next year. Without even knowing who's on their roster. I, just, I know the environment. Uh, like it's it's like if 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 you told me that you were gonna give me an elite chef, and he had to come to my house and cook, and he didn't really know what he was gonna cook, but he was gonna make something based on what I had in the refrigerator, I tell you, don't worry, we good. So he got a lot of options. Just telling you, this is a different little deal here, man. Kids are they they're going to Colorado. They want to play with and for and under Coach Prime. I don't disagree. However. Colorado's roster was absolutely god off. They were the worst Power Five team by a stretch mm-hmm. last year. And I'm not saying he's not going to get players in, but how's that offensive line going to look? How's the defensive line going to look? Are they going to have depth? Is his son, who was a four star recruit and has played well at Jackson State, going to be Pac 12 quality? I'm excited about Sean Lewis coming in, running that offense. I think they will have players. I, I'm just, before I see it, I, I I can't race to the assumption that they're going to be bowl eligible, especially when their non-conference outside of Colorado State is not easy. Well, give me the over. Can we cigar bet it right now? No. Why would I bet anything where I have no idea what their well, roster is going to look like? Let's just, five and a half. Is this you're one just cigar? scared because you're losing. It's just one cigar. No, because I have, that would be a silly bet. And you're just scared because you know more I'm losses not, are I'm coming. I'm not afraid. You are very that afraid. That doesn't even exist in my vocabulary. Well, it should. That's Nikki Pats. Mm. Where's my belt, right? You want a belt for winning confidence picks? I want a belt for dominating. Dominating. Just, I mean, Sean was walking around here thinking he was, he, he, he even brought up, oh, cigar bet has to be right, cigar bet. And then just smoked down the stretch. All right, Um, we're going to talk to JVT coming up here in just a moment. Sean is on the Hoosiers, also bottom of the hour, so he's riding with Indiana as uh, Sienna. Don't let me down, Indiana. Solidly is uh, completely crapping the bed in front of 33 people uh, at the Capital One Center in uh, Washington, D.C. Are you worried... I guess not worried, but uh, bettable or forgettable? We didn't hit on this earlier. Trevor Lawrence right now considered day-to-day dealing with a uh, a toe issue there. C.J. Beathard is the backup. He did not practice today as the Jaguars are a road dog at the Titans on Sunday. Uh, I'll probably just take under 41. Like, there's so much uncertainty. Both starting quarterbacks probably going to be out. I probably took under 41. I might be on a lot of unders this week. Seems like it. Yeah. Rolling with the unders. No points for you this weekend. Jonathan Von Tobel, our senior NBA analyst, will join us next right here on VSIN Primetime.
Sean King on VSIN, the sports betting network. VSIN's NBA betting podcast, Hardwood Handicappers, is back. VSIN senior NBA analyst Jonathan Von Tobel goes through all the top storylines and betting angles across the association to help you become a smarter NBA better. Download and subscribe to Hardwood Handicappers wherever you get your podcasts. Alongside Sean King, I'm Tim Murray. We read that because Jonathan Von Tobel, he joins us right now, and I know he has actually some thoughts. You should check out his write-ups on vcin.com on the late-night game, big game, Boston and Phoenix and right now, depending on where you look, you could get Phoenix as low as a one-point favorite. If you like the dog, you can catch as many as two. So uh, looking at how you examine this game on vcin.com, is this still a play that you think is uh, worth taking a look at here tonight, JVT, Boston visiting the Suns? Yeah, I, like I, you know, I took a money line play at plus 105, Tim. So if you want to go out and lay a point at minus 110, um, you know, somewhere in that range, it's still playable here, especially if you're going to get Chris Paul back out there on the floor. And it's funny. So I actually think Chris Paul might provide more value for Phoenix defensively tonight um, than he will be on offense. I, I do think some people forget. I think he's one that he's been on a nine, like all defensive teams, Chris Paul. Um, so he's a solid defender, but the numbers bear it out too, guys. First 10 games of the season where they had Paul out there, 106.8 defensive rating, 114.7 since he's been gone. Their defense has been pretty poor in the games without him. And I think some of that is Cam Johnson mixed in with his absence, right? Because he got uh, injured around the same time. But he's going to help him out on that end of the floor. Um, and he's not going to be a massive negative offensively. And this team is pretty good offensively with or without him. And, of course, with Devin Booker. And really quietly, guys, the, the Boston Celtics half-court defense has not been great uh, in terms of what they're giving up on the season. 97.8 points per 100 plays. The uh, bottom half of the league actually in the mid-20s that defensive rating in half-court situations, and the Phoenix Suns pretty good. And the other interesting part about this is the situation, Tim. Uh, if you look at it, it, yes, it's the third game in four nights, all of those on the road for Boston, but it also follows up a lengthy six-game, 10-day, 11-day homestand for the Celtics. So I wonder how this will affect them playing a lot of games, road <clears throat> games at that, after a long stretch at home. So it took a small plus price on the money line earlier today. Still think it's playable if you're like laying one. And uh, yeah, go Suns. By the way, Sienna lost by seven and had the ball and just threw it to Georgetown. Unbelievable. And Sean's over here yucking it up here. I'm laughing, Jonathan, because you aren't in the studio, so you couldn't see his reaction as you were uh, telling us why the Suns are a great play tonight. So if you guys want some NBA action tonight, we have our NBA insider, Jonathan Fontobel, here on Visa's Primetime. He loves the Suns' money line tonight as they get Chris Paul back. Thinks that will help, you said, on the defensive end. Also, you say the Celtics uh, – Three, in, three games in four. This is their third game in four nights. Did I hear that correct as well? Yeah, third game in four nights. They had a back-to-back Sean Brooklyn and then Toronto. Got a night off, and then now they're here in Phoenix. So, yeah, third game in four nights all on the road. JVT, when you look to, and we're talking to Jonathan Von Tobel, our senior NBA analyst, you can follow him on Twitter, at me, JVT, and make sure to subscribe wherever you get podcasts to Hardwood Handicappers. JVT, a lot of discussion, you know, especially with the way Jason Tatum has been playing, and now you've got him on, you know, this stage tonight, uh, you know, big early December matchup. Anything to look at in your eyes right now in the NBA MVP market, as this market is, is certainly pretty fluid, uh, yeah. you know, right now? 
Uh, I think so. The one bet that I actually made recently, and right now, at least a couple of spots, they take the MVP awards off the board during the game. Sure. So, but, but uh, I bet uh, last week, about 10 days ago or so, I bet Steph Curry to win the MVP, guys, at 10 to 1. Uh, Curry's been incredible. It's been downright amazing to watch him play basketball this season. Uh, his regular traditional numbers, we'll call them off the charts, about 30 points per game, uh, averaging a good chunk of assists per game. But what really gets you is if you look at some of the efficiency differential numbers, essentially how he improves his team's net rating when he comes onto the court. I haven't checked this for about a week, so there's probably been some adjustment, but not by much. A plus 27.7. So what that means is when he's on the court, he improves their net rating by 27.7 points per 100 possessions. He's been awesome this year. And this team is starting to figure things out. They're playing some better basketball at this point right now. You know, they are playing tonight, but they're giving guys like Steph Curry a rest. But if they start to climb the standings like we expect, and, you know, you hear some, and this is the important part, Tim, some of the guys uh, in the media that have votes that talk mm -hmm. about him, uh, he is very much up there in the pantheon of contenders for most valuable player, much farther up there in media circles who are going to be voting for these things than a Giannis Antetokounmpo or some of the others that are being bantied about outside of Jason Tatum. So I think if you can still find Curry in double digits at that 10 to 1 price, uh, very much worth it in my mind to still play him. I bet on myself and I'm sitting on that, but I think that's the only play on the board that is available right now that's worth it. I did see that uh, first round pick James Wiseman has been called back up. Any any uh, information on how he did in the G League? Uh, will he contribute down the stretch? Is he maybe somebody on from a player prop standpoint who we can get behind? Uh, so, Sean, I will say, uh, so I haven't checked for the last couple of games, but I think it was his first four, might have been the first five, um, but a minus in terms of his plus minus in every single of the games uh, that I know that he played. Uh, so, in other words, he wasn't really that great of a statistical contributor down at the G League. Now, uh, we don't know what he was working on, if they were trying things, and you know all those things. There's a lot of different factors in G League games, so you don't want to read a whole bunch into it, but you would like to see some sort of, not dominance, but clearly the better player on the floor type fly, right play from him. If you're down to the G League and on the verge of going up to the NBA, uh, there wasn't a ton there, but I'm also not going to act like I watched every single one of his games. Uh, but hopefully that means something good for him. Hopefully it means it for the Warriors, right? Because they need some depth at center. But I think from a player prop standpoint, Wiseman's a guy who I think you're looking to play, if, if there's numbers up, you're not going to be looking to play him over. Even in this part of the regular season, it's more developmental for him. It's getting him out there and getting him in situations so they can work with him, show him these things. It's what Steve Kerr does throughout the regular season with a lot of these guys on his bench. So he's not a guy that would be looking to play in terms of positive situations, overs on rebounds and points and things of that nature, unless it's games like tonight if he's going to be out there for a good extended chunk of minutes because, of course, you know, big names are not playing. We're talking once again to Jonathan Von Tobel. I just want to circle back to, to Giannis. Right now, averaging 31 and 11, five and a half assists per game. I think he had 12 points in the first quarter as they're playing the Kings right now. And and look, you're never going to get a great number on Giannis. But, you know, you follow this very, very closely and you listen to the people who, who vote for this award. Last year, it was it was very unlikely that he would win it, right? Because, well, I guess two years ago, I should say. And, and he shouldn't have won it in my eyes over Jokic last year. Yes, he should have. No, he shouldn't have. Um, <laughs> has he... JVT been away long enough, if this makes sense, to be right. okay in the eyes of 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 the voters. You know what I'm saying? Because two years ago, everyone, including yourself, was like, "He's not going to win it three years in a row," and of course, he didn't. So now you look at the numbers, and they're just ridiculous again. At what point can we start talking ourselves into Giannis could win the award again? Yeah, I think you could probably start to talk about it a little bit more. Uh, you know, this season, Tim. I think one of the problems 
that might he might run into is while his traditional numbers are really solid, his advanced metrics don't really compare with some of his MVP years or what he's done each of the last few seasons. And especially on a team that's kind of shorthanded, right? So I'll walk you through one, for example. Mm-hmm. So I mentioned the efficiency differential with Curry, how it's at a plus 27.7 for Steph on a team whose bench is very thin, who has not been playing very well. Well, Giannis has been playing without Chris Middleton up until a couple of nights ago, right? Drew Holiday has been in and out of the lineup. Giannis, for this season so far, his efficiency differential or how much he improves his team's net rating when he's on the floor is only a plus 6.7. And so while that's still positive and he still improves his team and it's only one metric, you can kind of look across the board and realize that he's not positively contributing as much as he has in years past. And for voters who look at those sort of things, that might hold him back in the grand scheme of things when it comes to the most valuable player. And especially right when you're talking about splitting hairs amongst candidates like Jason Tatum, who have been incredible, or like Steph Curry, who might get back up there. Or frankly, Nikola Jokic, who's playing some very good basketball in his own right. So I think ultimately his performance this year on the surface looks great. But if you really sift through it, that's actually what might hold him back as opposed to like what you're talking about in terms of like some voter fatigue. Uh, rookie of the year conversation right quick. I know you were high on Tari Eason coming into the season. Uh, it seems like Mathurian from Indiana is having a great start to the season. And of course, down in Orlando, uh, the Dookie is doing his thing. Anybody you think maybe has some value currently? Uh, yeah, because uh, the Dookie, Paolo Bancaro is a $5 favorite. He shouldn't be. And that's nothing against him. It's just this is a season-long award, right? We're only in December, and there is not, in terms of an implied probability, an award that should be uh, at this rate. So I think you're looking everywhere else, Sean. And if I'm circling a name, it might be – it would be Jaden Ivey at 30-1. to Uh, I did when I was out in Jersey like about a month ago or so. I bet Benedict Matherin about plus 750 to win this thing. But Ivey's been really solid. He's part of the regular rotation. He's got 20-point scoring ability. And I also wanted to really make a case for Walker Kessler. Uh, he's been really good <laughs> for the Utah Jazz. But nobody's going to vote a center for a rookie of the year, so don't do that. But uh, <laughs> it was like one of the nerdy plays that I circled. I was like, I could totally make a case for this guy at 550-1, to 1, but nobody's going to vote for him. But I would say Ivy at this point is probably the one that you're circling. T-Wolves, a battle some injuries. You're really high on them before the season. Is it a good time to maybe buy low on on the Timberwolves? We only got about 30 seconds left. The cat injury maybe turns you off a little bit, Sean, but I would say this. I think defensively they're going to be better. Uh, They got boat raced by the Thunder the other night, but I was looking to maybe start to play them underneath their totals. He is Jonathan Von Tobel. Check his write-ups each and every day, vcin.com and Hardwood Handicappers. JVT, as always, man, we appreciate it. Good to talk to you guys as always. Thank you. There he is, Jonathan Von Tobel. Follow him on Twitter, at me. JVT. At Bed 365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, 
why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's gonna guard. And then on I'm top of that, like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to point game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college? Because it ain't it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Make some midweek magic with Light the Lamp Wednesdays at BetMGM, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Place a $25 wager on any NHL player to score a goal on Wednesday, and you'll automatically receive $2 in free bets for every goal scored in the game, up to $16. Just log into your account or download the app and sign up with BetMGM to get started. Then opt in to the Light the Lamp Wednesdays promotion to receive a $2 free bet for every goal scored in the game, regardless of your props bet, prop bets outcome. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. New and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi, Nevada, or New York. Wrapping things up here on VSIN Primetime. That's Sean King. I am Tim Murray, and uh, hopefully Sean's bet is more successful and uh, not as disgusting as the conclusion of my bet, which saw Sienna catching six, lose by seven, and promptly turn the ball over while underneath their own hoop. So thank you for that. Uh, Nothing like shooting 34% on the road against a Big East team and still losing. They had it, too, because I don't think Georgetown was going to go back down the court. No. Nope. Because it didn't like Sienna was going to foul. Nope. Yep. All I know, they I just didn't attempt the layup. Run the cover play. It's all you needed to do. Because it was five and a half, wasn't it? The cover play. Uh, yeah. And it ended at seven, so that would have made it five. But you're, you're right. They missed a lot of open shots. Gosh, they just shot the ball a little bit Sienna better. Sienna was outscored 25-12 to 12 to close the game, and yes, they had – I mean, this just goes to show you what Georgetown is. 
Georgetown shot 49% in the game. Siena shot 34%. Georgetown is the Big East team mm-hmm. at home, and they won by seven with those stats. They're not very good. Got some athletes, though, so we'll see. It's a win, though. If you're Patrick Ewing, hey, and you covered. Hey. Made a lot of people happy tonight. Yeah, all, all 15 in the stands. Yeah, Mike Palm said it wasn't a lot of people there. No, no. Mike Palm. But maybe it was the opponent. I mean, they were playing Siena. If <laughs> no offense to anybody that went to Siena. Well, Georgetown lost to American this year, so I don't think they could really take anybody lightly. They went down to Jamaica and lost to Loyola Marymount by like 30. So, yeah, I don't think I don't think you're in any part, capabilities of being Georgetown of uh, of being overlooking opponent. Sean laid it with Indiana, hosting uh, Britain's alma mater, Nebraska, ten to two start for the Hoosiers under 14 and a half to go. In the first half, it is now 12 to 2 for the Hoosiers. All right. Um, wrapping things up here, Sean, on the show. And uh, hit on hit on a lot. Um, you know, when it comes to where we stand right now, talked a lot about the AFC. Just briefly glancing at the NFC, and we did some of those exactas. And I agree with you on the Bengals kind of being that hot team right now. 49ers, and we talked a lot about them yesterday. They're sticking with Brock Purdy. Kyle Shanahan came out. Jimmy Garoppolo is very unlikely to see any time the rest of the year dealing with that injury. Can you trust this 49ers team with the talent around them to still put it together and get to the Super Bowl? Well, here's... If you're a 49er fan, you need to be a fan of whoever's playing the Washington Commanders. Because the Commanders really are the only team. If the 49ers stub their toe in some kind of way, Seattle wins the NFC West, it would be a battle between Niners, Commanders for that final wild card spot. So could they conceivably not make the playoffs? Absolutely. Is it likely? Absolutely not. I think the Niners are getting in. To the playoffs? Yes. And then they'll have a home game. I would imagine they're going to win the division, hopefully, for If you my made me pick sake. an NFC team right now, I'd pick Dallas. Okay. Is it, and now, once again, Dallas is in a similar circumstance of Cincinnati where there's a very unlikely – there's a very big unlikelihood they're not playing – they're going to play a game at home. Mm-hmm. So does that worry you at all? No. So you're – so here's the thing. If you're Dallas, who has the top wild card spot right now mm-hmm. – you get to go to Tampa in the first round, which is not too scary, at least it seems right now. You still have Tom Brady over there, but you know, your former Tampa's team is playing good on defense. That is true. And so is, I mean, that might be uh, an underlook if I've ever seen one, Giant or Buccaneers and Cowboys. And then after that, depending on how it all plays out, you could, if chalk prevails, see Cowboys-Eagles. Now, if one of the other lower-seeded teams takes out one of the uh, division winners, and the Eagles will just play the the lowest remaining seed. But there's a chance, Sean, we're going to see Eagles and Cowboys not in the NFC Championship, but instead the divisional round. Here's what's interesting about Tampa. So They've given up 219 points, Tim. Tim. Only two teams have given up less, the Niners and the Cowboys. The problem is the Bucs have only scored 217 points 
There's only one team in the NFC that has scored fewer points than that. That's the Rams. Yeah. So if they can get the offense fixed, they have, at least from a points-per-game standpoint, the third-best defense in the NFC. So I'm projecting come playoff time, if there's a team that's kind of off the radar that could end up being like, oh, wow, like they're up in the fourth quarter if they win this during the NFC Championship game. That could be Tampa. How does Tampa get on a run here? First of all, they got to get healthy in the secondary. I think they uh, three of their four starters in the Saints game the other night were it was their first start or two of of the four. It was their first ever start, so they've got to get healthy. Winfield's hurt, you know. They got uh, Sean Murphy bunting this out. Like they got to get all their guys, and uh, offensively they got to figure out how to create some explosive plays. You know, and um, we'll see if that happens. And the only reason we even are having a conversation regarding Tampa is because by default, mm-hmm. someone is going to get in from the NFC South, and it more than likely looks like it's going to be Tampa. Especially after they won this weekend against our Monday night, coming back and beating. Here's what's interesting about Saints. what I wish the uh, NFL would do. I agree that every division winner should get into the playoffs, but I don't agree that they should automatically be a higher seed than a team with a better record than them from another division. Yeah. Division winners should not automatically get a home game in the first round of the playoffs. Which is which is that's what happens, right? The 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 number 1 seed in each conference gets a bye. The other three division winners host a playoff game in week 1. Right. I I just I think it should be based on record. Okay. Division winner gets in but doesn't automatically get a home game. Quickly I'll just say a team, and you tell me if they're making the playoffs. Okay. Jets. Yes. So right now, depending on where you look, it's about a pick them, yep. whether or not they're going to make They them. have more staying power than the Patriots and Chargers, in my opinion. So Chargers would be a no. No. Right now, the Jets have a one-game lead over the Patriots and Chargers. So let's go to New England. New England sitting at 6-6, six and six, Sean. Hell no. <laughs> Any Patriots fans rolling around that, you know, kind of browsing, perusing for where you could potentially be come week one of the playoffs, just save your Google, uh, save your Google data. So the bottom of the NFC playoff picture, we've got the the Cowboys who are in. Mm-hmm. Then you've got the Giants who just tied the Commanders seven four and one. They play the Eagles this weekend. Then you've got the Seahawks at seven and five, and the Commanders at seven five and one. Unless the Lions make a, a charge here and they're playing better football and they're a favorite, you know, against the Vikings this weekend, it feels like, Sean, two out of those three, Giants, Seahawks, and Commanders are going to make the postseason. So I'm looking at one sports book right now, Commanders to make the playoffs, minus 175, yes. Seahawks to make the playoffs, minus 350, yes. And the Giants to make the playoffs is sitting at... Minus 120, yes. So the uh, shortest odds would be the Giants. Take the Seahawks on the no. Seahawks are terrible on defense. Seahawks plus 250 on the no. So the yeah. Seahawks' remaining schedule moving forward is Panthers this week as a home favorite, 49ers, Chiefs, Jets, and then the Rams. Yeah, they'll go 2-3 and three at best. They're terrible on defense and offensive line and playing good. 
And the Giants have that tie. Don't forget. So that helps them immensely if it comes down to the same amount of wins. Plus, I got the Giants pulling the upset this week versus the Eagles. So they'll be 8-4-1 moving into next week. And then they'll tie the Washington Commanders yet again. So you got that going for them. By the way, when there's a good thing going, ladies and gentlemen, just stick with the good thing going. As Kenny White told us, Notre Dame is a double-digit favorite. Fade them. They are leading the Boston Terriers by five points with seven seconds to go. Keep rolling with the good thing. Femi and Wes, that's a good thing. They're coming up next. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.